Hello and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and we are back on the podcast talking about self-sabotage. And I believe I've talked about this before, but today I want to talk about an alternative perspective, something that I heard, I believe, on the Mind Valley podcast from Jason Goldberg, I think. And it was all about building a business you love. And he was talking about lots of different perspective shifts. And one of them was around self-sabotage. And so I wanted to share this insight today. And that brought up a lot of other sort of reflections around self-sabotage, because I know that this affects all of us, whether it's in health, relationships, career, business, money, whatever it is, we all self-sabotage at one point or another. And a lot of the time, it can be really sneaky. Like you might not actually realize that you are actually self-sabotaging. The Big Leap is actually a really good book about this. And this is where he talks about um, The Upper Limit. And this is actually one of my favorite books. I've read it at least twice now. And he, uh, he talks about this where you actually might be sabotaging yourself after receiving something or, you know, things going well in your life because we have this upper limit of what we think we deserve. And that is going to be in all areas of our life. Like we have a upper limit of money that we can receive and love and, you know, abundance and all of these things. And so this is where this upper limit can kick in and we can self-sabotage without even knowing it because it's a subconscious habit and it's tied to our identity, our beliefs. And so I think it's really easy for us to beat ourselves up when we know that we're self-sabotaging or like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I always give up? Why don't I finish through? Why can't I stick to this? Blah, blah, blah. But I think it's really important, again, to remember that self-sabotage is self-protection. And so the first step is to really be aware. And we're going to talk about some steps um, in a few minutes. But awareness is really the first step because then we can be conscious of it. It's not just an automatic program running without our awareness. But then we can find compassion for ourselves and thank this program because at one point it was doing us a service. It was put in place to protect us. Our subconscious doesn't hold on to anything that it thinks is useless or that's not going to help us. It's always trying to serve us. But a lot of the time, these things that we learn and that we, these stories that we create about ourselves in the world when we are young do not serve us later on like talking to strangers or money beliefs or anything around like relationships. These things a lot of the time don't serve us when we become adults, but they are still running the program. So the perspective shift is around looking at commitment because when we talk about self-sabotage, a lot of the time we look at, well, you're just not committed enough. You need to try harder. You need to be less lazy, blah, blah, blah. But what if we looked at it again in terms of you, this is serving you. This pattern, the self-sabotage is serving you in some way. You would not be doing it if it wasn't serving you. 
So essentially he says that you are actually committed to something. But most of the time, we are committed subconsciously to something that we don't want to be committed to consciously. So the reason you keep falling off the wagon, moving away from your goals, isn't because you need more commitment, you need to try harder, you need to be less lazy. You are already committed. It just might not be to the thing that you think you should be. And a lot of the time, this stems from ultimately who we believe we are and to a story of our past. So you might be more committed to a story of your past than a new reality, a new possibility for your future, which really is created in the present because future doesn't exist, right? <laughs> so you might believe that you're lazy or you always give up or you're a failure because of past circumstances. You've always been this way. Things have not worked out in the past. You tried it before. And this has maybe become part of your identity, which is a deep subconscious layer, the deepest subconscious layer of the mind. And that means that it's driving our behaviors. So who you ultimately believe you are, you are going to recreate that in your reality and prove it to yourself. And if you didn't believe these things about yourself, who would you be? And so for the ego, this is terrifying because <laughs> this is the unknown. So you'd rather hold on to something that you know, and at least you have a predictable outcome. So you're committing to an identity of yourself that you think you are. But we can change that at any moment. Our identity is fluid. Like who we believe we are, we're making it up. We can change at any moment. And so self-sabotage is committing to something that is not serving you, usually driven by fear. So we could be choosing to, whether it's with our health, choosing to make choices that make us feel like shit or that are contributing to our weight gain, inflammation, all of these symptoms we want to avoid, whether we're choosing like junk foods. So it's ultimately our identity is tied to our beliefs about ourselves, and that will lead to our behaviors and results. And so this could look like anything from your health habits, you know, eating poorly or not moving your body on a daily basis. And, you know, we know all of these things that we should do, but we don't do them. So we're more committed to the identity of our past, who we've always been. It might even be also influenced by our environment. Um, what are people going to say about me? Um, am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be ridiculed? Am I going to be, you know, even potentially thrown out of the tribe, quote unquote, because even if we make changes that are positive in our lives, whether that's losing weight, getting fit, um, becoming healthier, happier, starting a new career, becoming wealthier, this can trigger people. And this can also, um, create changes in your relationships. Like some people might actually not wanna be your friend anymore or they might criticize you or judge you. And this is why a lot of people can actually be held back 
from changing because they're scared of how people are going to react around them if those people are not also changing with them. And so this can hold you back from taking changes in your life that you know you need to make or putting yourself out there, getting outside of your comfort zone, whether that's in business, your career, relationships. And ultimately, we are just recreating the same reality with the same thoughts about our identity and our beliefs. And these are running on a subconscious level, reinforced by our actions. And so we're just recreating the same reality for ourselves. And then we're wondering why things are not changing. So you wanna look at these things because it's really important because they're usually running under the surface. And these things are not necessarily true. So when you look at what are you avoiding? What is the fear? Is that necessarily true? Is this still serving you today? Because we want to thank that for being there, the fear is protecting us, but now it's limiting you. And so we also want to look at the opposite side of like, what if you don't take action, but then what if you do take action? So what's the fear around success? What happens if you're successful? What happens if you do actually um, become fit or lose a certain amount of weight or start the business or make money or move to your dream location or find the love of your life or whatever. What's the worst part about being successful at the thing that you want to accomplish? Because there is typically going to be fear around that, whether it means people are going to judge me, they're going to make fun of me, they're going to disown me or they might reject me, or it means that I'm going to have even like the, the classic more money, more problems, right? Like you think that you're going to have to hire people and then that's going to be so complicated and people are going to sue you or whatever. Like we all have these fears, right? So it's important to look at them because these things are holding you back. And so ultimately, when we are avoiding taking action on our dreams and goals, and we stay in our comfort zone to protect ourselves, we are actually creating a self-fulfilling prophecy because we are creating the very thing we're trying to avoid. Because even though we are trying to avoid rejection or loneliness, or even feeling not good enough, feeling unfulfilled, rejected, whatever it is, ultimately we end up recreating it by not taking action because we end up in the same place where we actually don't want to be. We're not fulfilling our potential. We're not living true to ourselves. We're not taking action on our desires. And then ultimately we end up rejecting ourselves and we are not any happier. So we wanna find evidence for the contrary of what you're believing and for proof of for what you want to create. So when we look at you know creating new beliefs and stepping into new actions, this is the work that I do with my one-on-one clients, but we want to start to find evidence for the contrary of what you're believing. So is it necessarily true that you will be rejected and have no friends if you, if you start a business? Is it necessarily true that you'll never be able to enjoy food again or um, be able to go out with your friends and have a social life if you eat healthy? Is it necessarily true about all of those things that you 
think are going to happen if you have success that you're scared of. And then you want to have proof for what you want to create. So how can you find proof that um, you will be supported if you take action? You will find a community of people who will support you. Um, it's important to look for the proof of what you are instilling, so the new belief. And so the best way to do that is to look for expanders who have what you have. So whether they have the business that you have, the lifestyle that you have, um, the body, the health, the abundance, the career, whatever. Expanders are people who have basically what you want and who are living what you want, because it's so important to see that proof in your reality for what you want to create. And then taking action on that to start building your self-trust and your confidence muscle, because it doesn't come from thinking about it. It really does come from taking action. So I'm going to leave it there, but I'm going to leave you with four steps. And I think we talked a little bit about these, but the first step is really about what am I more unconsciously committed to? So again, this awareness, what are you committed to right now? If you keep self-sabotaging, then it's probably something in your comfort zone over the commitment to health, success, wealth, whatever, right? Because we can tell ourselves that we're doing all the things and we're committing to whatever it is, but then we're not getting results. So we wanna really take a good look at ourselves. So this is awareness. And the second step is what is the fear coming up? So even when you think about the thing that you want or taking action towards that thing, describe how you feel. Like what is the feeling that happens in your body? Where do you feel it? What does it feel like? And just ask yourself if that emotion could speak, what is the story that you're creating around this event or this action? Because ultimately you're not feeling this way because there is no story around it. There needs to be a story around it to create this feeling. So what is that story and when did you decide this? Because most of the time you did not decide it. You heard it from someone else. Somebody else taught you this. What is the story and when did you decide this? And then the third is what do you want to believe instead? So again, focusing on like consciously, what do you want to commit to? What do you want to create? And what do you want to believe instead? What is the new belief? And then we really want to, number four is find evidence for this new belief. We want to take action to realign and support this new belief. So whether you find expanders, again, people who have what you want, who are doing what you want. And then what do you want to commit to consciously? So where do you want to go? And what is the first step that you can take? Where can you start? And I would highly recommend it's like a micro step. Um, because if you take like a huge jump, whether it's like a huge weight loss goal or, you know, getting ripped in a week or uh, making like $100,000 in one month or like a huge leap that just seems like not possible in your mind, you really want to make it smaller. So it's still a stretch, but it seems much more possible. 
And then breaking it down even further, what's the step before that? And the step before that, the step before that. And so you want to make this step seem super, super doable and that you are like 100% sure that you can do. So you don't have to like go all in, you know, 100% and take out all of the food of your house and never eat like a treat again or, um, you know, any of these things that are like all or nothing. Have it like super micro steps. So whether that's health, like I'm going to have greens at one meal today, or I'm going to start my day with um, a healthy breakfast, or this week I'm going to cook two home cooked meals. Like it's really up to you, like what's a micro step. And then you can build on that. And then you can add more because if you take a huge step and then you fall off the wagon, quote unquote, then this typically leads to self-sabotage, shame, beating yourself up. And then just thinking it's too hard. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start my diet tomorrow versus doing something that's super easy and that you can definitely accomplish. And then adding onto that little by little. So what are you more unconsciously committed to? What is the fear coming up? What do you want to believe instead? And what is the new action that you want to take? And how can you support this belief? Got it? So if you need to rewind and listen to this episode, please do. I know I do go on rants and then I go over the place, but I did want to leave it off with a sort of framework for you to become aware and then start to take action so you can overcome this self-sabotaging. So let me know if that helps. I love hearing from you guys um, on Instagram. Please share. I would love to see um, if you do this exercise, let me know how it goes. Before I hop off, just want to let you guys know that I am opening three spots for PCOS coaching um, this week. So I've been announcing this on my Instagram. If you want to learn more, you can hop on there. I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, PCOS, PCOS Kickstart is my uh, one-on-one support program. I only have three spots available. Pre-sale pricing is this week. And um, yeah, if you are looking for support with your PCOS, this is a great place to start to transition to more natural and holistic approach. If you want to, you know, stop with the restrictions and the diets and relying on medications and want to address this from more of a root cause approach, this will give you all the information that you need to really start to take action and understand what the heck is going on. And so this is my online course that I created from years of coaching um, and refining this course. And so you do get access to my course, but then you also get support with me, um, your own personalized protocol to follow that is personalized to you, customized to you, and then you get support for the month. So all the details are in the, are in the show notes. So I'd love to chat with you if you have any questions. Otherwise, you can get started um, by signing up right away because there's only three spots available. And I am not sure when I will be opening up more spots with PCOS Coaching as my Intuitive Woman program 
will be coming back in April. So I'm going to be really focusing on that, which is my health and life coaching program, where we take a an approach to health that is looking at the emotional, spiritual, mental, and physical wellness. And we're really working on mindset and somatic work and the subconscious mind to help you step into this new reality that you want to create for yourself and really to step into that next level version of yourself. So we do a lot of the work that we talked about today um, in the podcast, you know, rewiring beliefs and letting go of emotions and things that are not serving you. Um, and so that you can, in, you can increase your physical vitality, but then also experience greater levels of inner happiness, inner peace, um, you know, self-love, self-confidence. And so that will be coming back in April. And so all of the information is in the show notes. I love to support you if you are looking for support with um, any of this. And um, yeah, just let me know if you have any questions at all. I'll talk to you next week.